show, host Brandon Frivoli, lifelong friend Storm, lifelong friend No Cam Cool. Um, talking to you every Tuesday and Friday about sports. Getting into it with JJ Watt. We will have a hothead big board coming up. So JJ Watt signed with Arizona, two years, thirty-one million, twenty-three and a half guaranteed, twenty-three million guaranteed, eleven and a half million year salary. Cool. Your reaction. Go. I'm not gonna sit here and bash on Arizona as I'm sure as most people are popular nowadays. Uh, I don't think anyone's bashing or, Arizona. I think people are bashing Arizona's title can or play, Super Bowl contention. I don't think it's really bashing. It's realism. Well, I mean, if no one thinks they're a Super Bowl contender, if Arizona was apparently JJ Watt did. If Arizona was no. in any other division, this really wouldn't be a. A conversation. It's I don't a, think any other is a good answer either. Well, I mean, that division is just the best. Besides yours, do you think there's any division he steps into? There are any division they step into, they're our automatic favorite? Carolinas. If you go to a favorite already, you're high. Yeah, sure. No, not Carolinas, my bad. Um, come on, Tennessee. Oh, I'm saying that if you put the Cardinals in any other division. Tennessee's division. Is there any division they walk into that they're the automatic favorite? Like Fribley just said. That Tennessee's. Oh. I disagree. Oh, if you move. Yeah, if you put the Cardinals in any other division, are they the favorite to win? I think so. Besides, I don't know. There's a lot of question marks about that division. Uh, I don't know. I don't think that's really relevant, though. I think just to say that they're not good just reinforces the statement that why – Either way, I, this is not what I wanted to get into. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think he chose – this has me question reporting, I guess. Like you would said, the Cardinals weren't even, like, a close to a favorite on a sports book. Like, no one had them, so nobody knew. Like, did he just decide to make a left turn at the end – it was like, oh, I'm going to decide it. Noon today, okay, let's take the Cardinals. And everybody's like, what? It's got to be about weather and money. Because all the other teams have something in common. They're not really nice places to live. Maybe D-Hop really sold them on it. Possibility. I mean, sure, I like that. But could they make hey. the playoffs this year? Sure. But it's unlikely, and they have the least, like, the lowest chance to win their division this year, still after the J.J. Watt acquisition. So, it just, it sounds weird from a lot of angles. But my question with the uh, reporting is just basically like, well, I guess we didn't hear him say from his mouth this is what was important to J.J. Watt. Maybe he didn't care necessarily about winning a Super Bowl. Maybe he just wanted to play wherever, you know what I mean? Or go somewhere that would give him the most money. It just seems weird. It just seems weird for at this point in his career he chased money. I would say, considering how much he's made in his career, it is kind of crazy to even think that taking the highest contract was just like the most appealing option. Um, again, the weather thing. I mean, if you really care about where you're living at, like I understand Buffalo, Cleveland, Green Bay aren't ideal places to live, but I don't know. I kind of lost some respect for JJ Watt. I think he's a stooge. The Pat McAfee, or no, I'm sorry. And the report that the Titans had a similar offer, Browns and Colts. A report that came out that they were all higher than Arizona. I think it's been pretty much been disproved, too, because McAfee said on his show, he talked to his source, and I'm pretty sure his source inside the Colts is a pretty good one. It said there's no... there's The Colts offer was nowhere near it. Everybody that I've listened to on the radio today... Cleveland said there's no way the Browns were higher than 15 and a half. Maybe we were at like 17, but with like 
less guaranteed Six, seven, money. Eight guaranteed. Right, instead of the uh, what's twenty three, eleven and a half a season guaranteed. Cole, Nate wants to see your face. People want to see your face, Cole. But Nate anyway, um, it like realistically speaking, you're just not going to get the big contract from a team competing for a championship. I agree. That's just how the bottom, that's just how it is. Like, cause you have to spend money in all places in order to win. So realistically, like, especially if the cap does end up going down for next season, that's a lot of fucking money. Sorry for the cursing, but like, that's a lot of money for, is he a top 20 pass rusher? I don't know. 20? I mean, it's interesting. I'm saying I'm it's, it's probably around there. He's not a yeah. top 10. I think this is interesting think... that Arizona would even offer him this deal. Like, I, I really do. I, I find it very interesting. I don't well, they're going to lose Hassan Reddick because team. of it, I think so. And he led their team in sacks last year. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's interesting all the way around. And until J.J. Watt does this press conference and he gets asked the question, why Arizona? I don't think we'll really know why. Um, I don't think he'll answer either. I, I think he'll give a Belichick answer. Yeah, he might. Oh, it's nice out here in Arizona. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's the only answer that he can give. Otherwise, he's just BSing us. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know what would be attractive there. I don't think Arizona's that far ahead of Mario wild card bounced. If they make the they wild could card. win a wild card game. Nah. But other than that, yeah, no. They gotta make a wild card first. That's what I'm saying. I I think it's fringe chance that they make the playoffs. I know they were right on the edge of this year or whatever, but like they still have a lot of holes. They're gonna be losing players in Hassan Reddick and Pat Pete probably. Their oh, offense Pat still Pete, isn't yeah, great. Kenyon Drake's out the door, I'm pretty sure. I don't know how high they are on him. They have the worst tight end room in the league, probably. Like that team was the rosters. So. Max, Max Williams, Williams, their starter. Yeah, Dan, a, Dan Arnold, their Dan number Arnold two. Had some games, man. He scored me some. He's an okay player. He's uh, he's okay. Uh, but can we talk really, about? We, this is probably not what on your subject list, but these teams that were and the Browns were one of them at one point is spending. High money in free agency, a cautionary tale with what happened with uh, Kyle Van Noy today. Cut one year into a, a four-year, $51 million deal. It's interesting. I think the turnaround happened way faster than expected, and that's why. Especially with the familiarity with Brian Flores. They saved $10 million. I mean, it said, I well, seen a, only $4 million uh, in dead cap? That's not all that bad. i seen uh, a report. Again, I just said. For some speculation, let's put it that way. That they were clearing that ten million to make room for Deshaun Watson. That is, there's so much Makes speculation sense to about me. Deshaun. At this point, Arizona should just trade for him, get the gang back together. Dude, that would be spicy. I mean, that would not? make the Texans look so bad, especially <laughs> if they win. Oh but... yeah, I mean, with Deshaun Watson, they might be the favorite to win the division. That's a big gap. Like I understand, Kyler Murray has the projection that he's going to be a good quarterback, but like he didn't play incredible or anything like that. Like it's his, it's only going to be his third year, but Deshaun Watson's immediately the passing leader with a bonehead teams. Like I was going to say, I'm, they suck. I'm pretty sure we've, uh, get D hop back. How, he's throwing for five K. I'm pretty sure we've made it clear how the show feels about how good Deshaun Watson is. Not to take much away from Kyler Murray, but you know, Deshaun Watson's pretty good. But I wouldn't think about giving up Patrick Mahomes for him. You know what I mean? Like, there's levels to right. these guys. So, um, from the JJ Watt contract with the money he got and everything, was it where you expected it? Because I honestly expect it to be a little more. I expected more than 11.5 guaranteed. I did. Because when he was going into free agency, we, they were talking about Cleveland with the 15 to $16 million range. I know that's where he is with the incentives, but the base salary? 
I expected 10. Cool. I mean, I could have seen Cleveland overpay, I guess, what, what it would have been. Um, I guess that goes to show you how much this new front office really has. Um, sticks to their guns and, you know, does their research and this is their number and that's what they're sticking to. Rumors were uh, looking at Clowney again. I'd be so down. I'm still, I still think he's been so misused over his career. Oh, yeah. We just need to make him a down end. I think he'd play just fine. Well, he doesn't have the bend of a great end. That's the problem with well, Jadavion Clowney. But he's so strong. Well, and if he gets 1v1s because Miles is on there. Yeah, that's what I'm fine. saying. You're not asking him to be the number one pass rusher on this team. You'd ask him to be the two. And he could excel there as the two, especially with the 4-3 with Miles on the other side. Um, There's so many, and you probably get them at a discount. There's so many. Yeah, I agreed with that. So many ends in this free agency class slash even the draft that you could you could get one probably on the cheap for a year rental because nobody else is going to sign them because like well we got this guy and then there's this guy. Well, with the cap going down, I feel like there are going to be kind of a few players that expect to get big paydays and are going to have to settle for less. Like Judon, uh, Dupree, and Gakwe, like guys with these injury histories and stuff. Like they didn't have great years on contract years that, and who knows what they're going to get. This is a horrible year to be coming up for big money. Oh, yeah. Wideouts might get paid this offseason. There's even a lot of those, though. Even speculation or. uh, Godwin and Juju are probably going to get big money. Rotational older guy like Ryan Kiergan, that's a free agent. You could probably bring him in for like three or four million dollars, five. Just to bring in in the snaps that Miles is off. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a lot of things available, uh, but it's just a question of money. I mean, not not a lot of teams are in good cap position right now. There are very few. Like, a lot of people are going to be making some big cuts. There's rumors of Washington having to cut Matt Ioannidis. Yeah. I mean, I think someone would trade something for him. Already cutting out Smith. Yeah, it's like, they're so abundant in great defensive linemen that they're going to get rid of a 26-year-old guy that's yeah, right. a high-impact player right away. That's pretty... It's The amount of talent in the free agency is pretty crazy. I've seen there's a chance Deron Payne could be on the trade market just because they can't pay him. Jonathan Allen's better. I mean, I don't disagree, but he was still first-round pick, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happens when you have four first-round picks in a row playing on your four defensive line spots. He'd be great in a 3-4. Deron Payne would be a great nose. I think Trent Williams demands big money, too. I don't know. There's talk about him coming back to San Fran, but uh, him having having the highest uh, pass block winning weight rate um, after a year off coming back and doing that at 33 years old, um, her look for a one year big deal, potentially with a competitive team if he chooses to go away from San Fran. Back to Washington. So I um, think that bridge has been well burned. Yeah, I agree. Oh, new guys in charge though. You know, we're we're. It's not Rivera's fault of their situation. Baylor barely beat West Virginia. All right. So, um, uh, West Virginia took an overtime, but Baylor squeaked it out. So, Nate, you can go ahead and ask your question if it's relevant to the conversation we're currently having. Do you want to open questions? Yeah, I mean, we'll, we, we bounce around a lot on this show. It's kind of in and out you of can, things. Yeah. We kind of just roll with the flow here. Yeah, you can type what you want to type. If we have an input on it, I mean. We're answering we'll if we want up. to. Um, but, uh... So, if you have any question, ask it, because we're going to get into our uh, big board here. So now would be the time to open up for questions, if anybody has any. You guys have a question? Who? 
Who are you, who are you addressing that to? You. You do. Do you guys have something you want to talk about for a second? Um. I kind of already pr proposed the, uh, my thing. Kind of a lot of, all, all there's really going on right now is speculation on, like, free agency, really, like. Um, and the Eagles don't even have money for that, so we're Vaughn Miller to Cleveland. Yeah, free agency is what fifteen days away. Two weeks. I think the tampering begins the fourteenth, so that'd be only twelve days. Yeah, we're right there. Uh, I don't think Von Miller. Well, okay. Von Cap casually cut. Von Miller could play a um, situational pass rusher in any defense. I think. Ask somebody coming off Achilles surgery to play, you know, every down would be kind of an oversight. Yeah, yeah I our mean, scheme yeah. is basically what I'm saying. He would have to be a rotational third down pass rusher, which is fine. Yeah, for sure. What are you doing? Sorry, I'm trying to get He's this. Good. I think, uh,. I mean, I would be very interested in still Stefan Gilmore. I've heard he's been on the trade block. If it was me personally, if the Patriots called and said third-round pick for him, I'd do it in a heartbeat. I, uh, I seen a rumor of him to Green Bay for their first-round pick. Yeah, that, I mean, Give that's, a, that's, a, that's a big ticket. A first-round pick for a guy with one year left? 31, I think he is, too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm not saying he's done, but, yeah, you'd have him to re-sign him. Who knows but what he'll take. He's a guy who, unlike like a guy like Patrick Peterson, he wasn't overly athletic and didn't wasn't the reason for his success. And with, like, Richard Sherman, why you could bring them in in their advanced age and they'll still be good enough. As long as we don't ask Richard Sherman to cover Tyreek Hill. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, Tyree, uh, Richard Sherman could still be a very good number two for any. I would, I, I would be okay. I would be very okay with that too. That's why I'd uh, said that. Well, Cleveland has money to play with, so it'd be very interesting to see what happens. Um, well, let's uh dive into this uh here. Uh, big board. So I couldn't do thirty-two. I could do twenty-five or fifty. So I have it set for 50. We're probably only going to do um, 32, but we're just let it go. So um, we're going to start here. Trevor Lawrence, um, you guys can go ahead and stop me if you want to. No, <laughs> you're good. Um, I don't know why this thing is. I have Jalen Waddle at three. Oh, I am just keep adding people is what I'm doing. Okay. Yeah. All right, so – Trevor Lawrence, number one. That's self-explanatory. Not really going to dive into him much. Urban Meyer loves him. We love him. He's going to be great. Um, not much to dive into here. Now, number two. Yeah. What do you guys think? I think Kyle it's Penny. So... I think it's Penny. Interesting. Top talent. I mean. I feel like he steps in potentially as a top five player at his position. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I think he could come in and be dynamic. But So, he's got to be up there. I'm not saying he's not up there, but I, I'm going with Penny here, too. I just think with the dynamics they're talking about and how good he could be and that he could play pretty much anywhere, um, he's going to go here. Uh, that You agreed here? Cool. Penny Sewell, too? Yeah. Yeah, that was fine. All right. So, I mean, you know – not much you could say about him. He's a starting caliber tackle guard right away. He's a day one fit. There's question. There's some questions about his pass blocking, but he's just a solid athlete, and I think he'll adjust just fine. And he can be a plug-in right away guard as well. Um, but I expect him to be a very good tackle. His bust potential seems low. I agree that with that. Because, yeah, it, if he fails at tackle, he plays guard, and he plays it good. I mean, yeah, just the raw power is pretty crazy. So, what are you guys thinking here? Mine's Justin Fields. I, three? No shot. I agree. I'm I'm high on Justin. No, I I mean, I'm still in the Kyle Pitts 
bus. I just think the upside and his floor, I mean, is a top 10 tight end. What do you think? I would, I could, I would definitely agree with Storm before you if you want to make it that way. We can do that. <laughs> That's fine. So I'm fine. I mean, I'd be fine with maybe talk about Zach Wilson here. I, I think Justin I think that Fields seems is, to be the. I, I don't. I, I like. I like Justin Fields more than Zach Wilson. I don't know. Maybe it's just the fans. Uh, Lack of big competition is the big question mark about him. But there's always quarterbacks that come in that played for a nobody school that end up playing well in the just, pros. Justin Fields was the number two all year, and then now that the year's over, he loses to Alabama against one of the best college football teams. He fell before time. that. And after beating a Clemson team, which is mind-boggling, after getting smacked in the ribs, sitting out of play, coming in and throwing a touchdown the very next play, and blowing out yeah. Clemson, and yet he fell after that game, blows my freaking mind. No, um, I think most people had him falling before that. Um, everyone's gripe with him is about his performance in the Indiana and the Northwestern game, where he didn't look like without Trace above Herman, the rest. Don't beat Northwestern. And for 331 yards. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure uh, Greg Newsom only played like 10, like 10 snaps before he got hurt in that game. So like their first round, fringe first round corner didn't play 75% of the game, and we still didn't do a lot against Northwestern. I saw uh, Daniel Jeremiah had an interesting tweet today. I saw. Said of this year's top five quarterback class, with being Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, not in any order, uh, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, and Mac, jo Mac Jones. Of all five, only Justin Fields played two games this season where their team wasn't head and shoulders better than the other. He said, How the hell team... does that compliment? That's not true with Trey Lance, dude, it didn't even play. He played one game, and the, his team was better than the team he played. He was dookie. He Doesn't definitely mean... did not play well in that one yeah, game. He had like but he's only 20 years old. He, North Dakota State's roster's team was roster was better than every team they played. Uh, BYU's team roster was better than every team they played. And Alabama's team roster was better than every team they played. Clemson's was... Ohio State, his he he is saying uh, Justin Fields is the only quarterback who played a game with against a better team. No, than yeah, he had. I get you, I get you. Um, well, yeah, I just thought that was interesting and kind of relevant to this conversation. Well, we're getting back into Justin Fields when we actually put him on the board here. Uh, so we're putting Kyle Pitts on the board right here at three. And um, Storm Storm talked about this. Um, he's a guy that's going to come in and probably be one of the best tight ends in the league. Top three, top five, right off the rip. He's going to be a freak. He can play inside. People play say he's the best tight slot. end prospect since Kellen Winslow. Yeah, I mean. Like, it's uh, he's a dramatic game changer, especially in a position that's, like, rising in value in the NFL. I can't wait for the Florida Pro Day to see what this guy's 40 time is because that – could vary a lot of stuff. He's, Six five two forty. Yeah, he probably runs like a four five four six. They're saying he's going to be speedy, and uh, with his ability to play inside, outside, and slot, and even go on the line and block too, he's a guy that can do it all, and he's a game changer. And just because of the fact that he's probably a tight end is making him fall. If there was no doubt that this guy could play wide out, we'd be talking. We'd be talking to fuck. Freaking, uh, top Some analysts think he'll go before any of the wideouts. He very well could. Boy, there's uh, we're seeing on your screen isn't what I'm seeing on Twitch. Like it says your screen, your stream is still running, but we just paused the preview. Right there, okay, now it's the same. I don't. Don't pause my preview. <laughs> don't pause my stuff, Discord. Um, yeah, I just have to keep. Yeah, you're good. Moving it, yeah. Um, nope, see? It's just gonna keep doing it. Every time I click off of it. Um, okay. So. Alright, so who do you guys want to put here at four? 
I like Jamar Chase. I think Chase. it's Jamar Chase. Yeah, I agree. Probably, yeah. Yep. He's getting all it kinds seems... of like D-hop comparisons nowadays. I think he's... There was what it... the hype was worth with... Um... Uh, Devontae Smith, but more I than think... 2,000. I think ultimately Jamar Chase might end up going uh, first receiver off the board. Hey, happy belated birthday, Jamar, yesterday. Um, yeah, happy birthday, Jamar. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, the talk about Devontae Smith and Jamar Chase with Devontae Smith going off the board first um, was nice when it was fresh in your mind, but as people sit on this more and more, I think people are starting to remember who Jamar Chase is and what he was and who he could be, and he's going to get back into that number one wideout off the board scenario, especially with the Bengals picking where they're picking. It helps. Um, but he's a freak. He, he sat out, and he shouldn't have played anyways. Why'd you play for that? You guys team? have a problem with these having these players who did sit out? Do you personally have a problem with it? Depends who it is. Not with someone like that. I was going to say, depends who it is. So not with anybody but Trey Lance? I have a problem with Trey Lance because he only played 17 games. Trey Lance, uh, Gregory Rousseau. But Trey Lance, their their schedule got moved to the spring. They're playing now. I know. So I don't blame him for sitting out knowing that he would have had to play in the spring. That's impossible when you get ready for all the draft stuff. So. No, I don't blame him now. If it would have been a fall, I I would have a little bit because I think he has more to prove. Um, but it obviously, he looks like he's going to be a top 10 pick. So at that point, why play? Like, you know, if it right. didn't affect your draft stock, then who cares? Ma- that, why risk yeah, it? him, Parsons. And- yeah, Jamar him Chase Parsons was very confident in sitting out. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I was just. Yeah. I'd have no problem taking a receiver. For someone like Devontae Smith, though, he raised his stock so much this year. Well, and that's I'm just saying to Devontae kind of Smith is older. Yeah, it's another Devontae Smith could be a positive or negative. negative He's the third wideout on the board. My biggest problem with Devontae Smith is not really the age. Like two years is two years, um, and yeah, it's two years. But my problem with him is he's the same height as this boy right here, but. He's 30 He's pounds twig. lighter. Like, yeah. That's uh, that's an Reports issue. Reports he played at 160 pounds. Yeah, and, and there's, me? there's claims he gained 15 pounds, and we don't have a combine to actually put him on a scale and actually find out like what was happening. Oh, the Kyler. NFL scouts will be all over him to oh. get on one at his pro day. Oh, yeah. Um, like the Kyler Murray, <laughs> he's 5'10 and a half, 5'11. They measure him at the combine. Dude's 4'9 and a half. Um <laughs> So, and I think there could be something very similar with Devontae Smith. Oh, he's 175. Dude gets on a scale, he's 140. Because um, <laughs> he looks like I could clean my teeth with him. Like, he's he's lean. And you look at Jamar Chase, who's our number one wideout uh, on the board, and he's the same height, and he weighs 30 pounds more. Um, I don't know why I keep clicking that. So, uh, moving on here, um, what do you guys think? Uh, Michael Parsons comes to mind here. I, I, I kind of think it's about stock. time for another quarterback. I won't pick Zach Wilson, so you two will have to. I think we go with Zach Wilson and then Justin Fields immediately after. 1A, 1B. Well, I don't think it's 1A, 1B. 5B. I think it's, I think, it, no, I think it's Zach Wilson and then I think it's Why? Why? Didn't have a bad game this year. Didn't play competition. I think... You could only play the hand you're dealt, man. You have to kind of go with what other people are saying and seeing, and everybody seems to think that Zach Wilson's... I don't care what everybody else is seeing and saying. This is the hothead... He has the best accuracy in the draft. I want to know... Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I watched Zach Wilson play. Um, So, look. I want to, I want us to like actually say why we are putting them there, not why analysts are putting them there, and that's just like I don't want to fall into that trend. 
Um, my thing with the Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, like I agree with Storm said, Zach Wilson does have probably the best touch on the football, and his arm strength is good, his athletic ability is good, and the advantage Zach Wilson has over Justin Fields is Justin Fields, he doesn't throw his wideouts open like Zach Wilson does, so I think that's a good argument. My argument with Justin Fields is the toughness he's shown, uh, the competition he's had, um, it just stands out to me. Like there was talk about potentially Justin Fields jumping Trevor Lawrence if Justin Fields at the beginning of this year, if Justin Fields played as good as he did last year, Trevor Lawrence stumbled like he did the year prior. That obviously didn't happen. But I just the Zach Wilson jump at Justin Fields is just mind boggling to me. It's mind boggling. I mean, yeah, Justin Fields bested Trevor Lawrence that day. Oh yeah. Yeah, he did, but that don't matter to me. Trevor Lawrence is but... But, yeah, it's about your your field of work. And I think Justin Fields has a better field of work. This also isn't very much... Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There isn't very much behind this, but it seems like Zach Wilson just has it. If you know what I mean. Uh, I think... Uh, I guess guys like Devontae Smith, like we were just talking about, who don't look very physically intimidating, yet he just has he just had it. I mean, Zach Wilson's right. a good sized quarterback, six oh, two, six yeah. three. Yeah, I mean, I'm not got saying. a little size to the him. Size ain't the issue. He's, it's not. He doesn't have speedy. a weak arm. No, he's speedy. I, it's not that I hate Justin Field, Zach Wilson. I think Zach Wilson is going to be good. I do. Don't get that twisted. I think the top three quarterbacks with Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, and Trevor Lawrence. They're going to come in and be very good quarterbacks. I just – okay, so here's kind of my point. If you're the Eagles, would you rather have Zach Wilson or Justin Fields? I think you're thinking – I think the Eagles probably would rather have Justin Fields. All right, if you're the Browns. Why? I don't know anything that Justin Fields does better than Zach Wilson. I think um, – I think the Browns would rather have Zach Wilson. There might only be one team. There's not going to be this way, but there might only be the one team that would pick a guy like. I don't see why you would pick Justin Fields over Zach Wilson unless you're just enamored with Justin Fields. We don't even know Zach Wilson's date of birth. What if he was born in 1995? He's not. It's not on here. Nice. He's like 30. I'll look it up for you. I think he's 22. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm sure he is. Like, I'm just saying. I'm just being a smart butt. But I don't know. I just think Justin Fields. Um, Zach Wilson was born August third, nineteen ninety nine. Oh, see, he's old. It'd be twenty two by the start by the start of the season. Yeah, I mean, if you want to do it that way, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields. But I definitely think Zach Wilson has earned the nod. All right. We're giving it to Zach Wilson, but just let the world know I disagree. So, uh, you want to go Zach Wilson, then Justin Fields, or do you want to drop him? I think I think you could put Justin Fields right behind there. Storm. Or, I know big boards are supposed to be like, these are the best players regardless of position. But... Correct. Yeah, which is why, I, I mean, I think Justin little... Fields, from what it sounds like, could be the fourth quarterback off the board. Not saying that his value is lower than Trey Lance. If anybody not. drafts Trey Lance. But the upside definitely has factor. And like a lot Trey of people Lance love the upside. Because you just keep hating. I feel I'm like, sure there's a yeah. lot of people like you who just keep hating on him. He's a big question people. mark, but he's got everything. He's like a, He runs listen, like a 4-6. He he's got a cannon. And be great. And I listen to Mel Kuyper a lot. He has a podcast every Tuesday. Um and Mel Kuyper isn't high on Trey Lance either. He likes Mac Jones more. And Mel Kuyper's like, and said, listen, I've been wrong before with the Ryan Leaf. I thought Ryan Leaf was going to be really good. Um, Obviously, he had more of a I think that was a personality issue. thing. Well, yeah. cocaine issue, yeah. Um, But, look, I don't like Trey Lance because where he played, um, how much he played, and how he he was he played 
just he played weaker competition. He didn't even play a lot of it. I think his one season, though, not this year, obviously, but the previous right. year, he was 19 years old. Where the heck is he? And he played against the same competition that your boy Carson Wentz did, and he went number two in the draft. Yeah, I don't know. And, you know, to be honest, I wanted Carson Wentz. I, I don't. He's yeah. only 20. He's going to be 20 years old. My There's such a thing as gut feeling. My gut's not good. Listen, with, with these quarterbacks, there's five that's going to go. Odds are that at least two of them are going to be bums. Bums might be a strong word, but odds are, odds are more of these guys are going to be not as good as we thought than are going to be good. Good, you know what I mean. Listen, going by big... it could be one of those classes that has every year has their couple. Mitch Trubisky. Uh, That's not true. There's no, I mean Josh Rosen in the class right after Trubisky. 2019 was Tyler. Can't remember. Well, 2016 doesn't have a quarterback on the same roster. Actually, every quarterback drafted from 2009 to 2016 in the first round, none of them are on the same team anymore. Ergo, none of them guys are very good. So that's that a couple weeks ago after Goff got traded. Goff and went. All right, let's get back into this mock. It's all about situation. So, what are you guys liking here? I'm liking Micah here. Oh, I didn't add Justin. I don't know what to think of that guy anymore, to be honest with you, from how much I've seen about, like, character issues and stuff with him. Uh, he's, like, labeled as a non-hard worker. Like, he has a lot of talent, but he might be a waste. I don't know. I think there's an opportunity that he could fall. The, the talent, I mean, sure, if you want to plug him in there, I'm fine with that. Like, the upside is definitely there. But his floor could be... Very, I mean, he could be a complete bust. What are you thinking, Cole? I think this is Waddle and then Jalen, or uh, Jalen Waddle and then Devontae Smith. Jalen Waddle is, will go before Devontae Smith in the draft. I don't know if he will go. I think that's um, a 110%. I bet you. Okay. I think that's a hot take. Listen. I am down to take that bet. I don't think that's a hot take because Ruggs went before Judy last year. It's this. It's almost the same thing. Well, Waddle's not coming. Ruggs wasn't coming off an injury. Yes, he was. Uh, not either way. Yeah, I think. Yeah, but I don't think it was uh, a broken. He had an foot. ankle injury or something. Jalen Waddle kind of half-ass played in the national championship game. I think the injury thing is not as. If the national championship play. would have been like two weeks later than it was, he probably would have been able to play. Yeah, I think he's probably fine by now. With the oh yeah, I think he's I think just he's the fine. more explosive and the more NFL ready player. With the frame of Devontae Smith, I acknowledge that he's a good player and everything, but I think most NFL teams will prefer the ability of Jalen Waddle over Devontae Smith. Are we good with that? Waddle next. I'm fine. I, yeah, yeah, I'm fine with that. I don't think Waddle goes first though. Me I don't think Devontae don't Smith either. should go right after him. To be honest, I think there are other players that are more that are going to make immediate impacts before he does what's the hate with Devonte? let's get into this what what's the it's hate? not the hate i'm just like what's the um, beef with Devonte? i'm there just like acknowledging of- what a lot of people are coming around to and it's that we were we were loving the heisman win and everything like that but like when you break it down and look at him as an nfl prospect I mean, he probably falls in the mid-teens on this board, in my opinion. All right, I think he just has it. I don't think he's particularly extremely athletic. He ain't very big. He just has it. Who's that, Devontae? It's it. Devontae? Do you I don't, add Waddle? Because it doesn't look like I think there are four no, receivers that went in the first round last year that are better than Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith's a dog. All right. Let, let's He put up great numbers because Jalen Waddle was hurt and he got all the shine. I I mean it is what it is. It, he got a lot of usage and he looked really good. That, there's there's no flack on that. But going into the NFL, it is a different game. 
All right, so we're going to put Jalen Waddle here. Um, I like it. I don't. I don't. Um, but Storm's so passionate. The face got red. The veins started popping. So we're going to go with this. Don't want Storm to have I an I think he's a better player, too. Um, I just don't think he goes before the I think there's no shot he doesn't. All right. So what are you thinking here? Um, you thinking Cole, Cole saying Devontae? I'm okay with letting Devontae slide. I really am. Okay, I'm okay with that. I think I you could thought... look at Rashawn Slater here in terms of his NFL readiness. Like he's going to be a day one plug-and-play starter, listen. whether it's on the outside or the inside. So this I'm ain't, okay with that. This ain't no be- – like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that too. I hate the term NFL readiness. Like you really never know a guy's yeah. NFL readiness until he's in the NFL. You I know? think that's just a – I think that's just a, a lot of it is having an NFL body, though, which Devontae Smith does not have. Yeah, I mean, I oh, it's yeah, more about that's fair. Not trying to throw slight, but he's a good example. Yeah, he, he's Sean Slater's a senior. He played at least three seasons. I think that's more of. Yeah, I mean. What they're getting at. Yeah. Um, Solid player. So, yeah. I, Rashawn's going to be good. Um, I just hate the term NFL ready. And you hear it all the time. Like, you hear him say it all. You don't – they don't really know. Yeah. All right. I mean, I don't know. Are... It's like Trevor Lawrence is very more NFL ready than Trey Lance. You know what I mean? It's well, – there is I mean, instances uh, where it's very – About the college sense. games he played, the big games he played in. Yeah, playing against competition is a big thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'll give you that. Like, when it comes to terms of that, um, with the Trevor Lawrence and uh, Trey Lance, like, he's played more games at a more competitive level, so yeah. I, I don't know. They say it, all I hear is uh, game started, basically. NFL ready, he played a lot, of, a lot of college games. So just say he has more experience. I don't know. That NFL ready term kind of irks me. Um, All right. So, we're at the point now, like, I don't know how you guys are feeling about Micah Parsons, but we're at the part now where I would even be okay with slapping Caleb Farley or Patrick Sertan here, whoever your preference is. Reportedly, Caleb Farley runs a 4-2-4. So, he's going up the draft. Yeah, so what I heard, so what Mel said. If that's true, he should be a top five pick. Well, what Mel Kuyper said is, look, Farley, he was a wide out. He got moved to corner. He lost a year of growth because of the sit out. Um, And if he didn't sit out and showed his growth, he'd probably be a high corner off the board. And it seems like now the Farley. He'll be the number one corner. I agree. And it seems the farther we get in this process, it seems like, ah, screw it. He's Caleb Farley. Um, so he said, if you want the more technical, more um, polished. polished player, you get Patrick Sertan. If you want the more athletic guy um, who's going to go out there and fly around the field, you get Caleb Farley. And I think the NFL would rather have the guy flying around. Not only is he faster, but he's bigger. Yeah, but I think that could be a little fool's gold in some instances. Well... The biggest concern, and I feel like we hear this about a top corner every year, is his tackling because he played wide out, his tackling. Um, and I'm going to be honest, is tackling a concern? Yeah. But am I asking my corner to be a great tackler? Not really. Like, do I expect him to tackle wide out one-on-one space? Sure. But if he, but if I see that, is that really going to hurt me from taking him? Probably not. I don't know. I, speaking of... The Browns have one of the best tackling corners in Denzel Ward, and I love every time he makes the hard. We got Greedy Williams where we did because of the question marks about his tackle. It's funny how it circumstances seem to pick and choose where stuff's important. So I said we were going to do top 32. Yeah. We're going to do top 10 today. We do. <laughs> um we kind of well, talked about the J.J. Watt thing yeah. and some stuff a little longer than expected. No big deal. It's a long offseason. we got a lot to talk about. We can fill some days in with some big boys. So let's get 9 and 10 out. So I'm okay I'm, with Caleb. I'm okay with Farley. Farley? Yeah. yeah cool. It works for me. Okay. Storm? Cool. I think personally I'd rather have um, Patrick Sertan, but the potential of Farley is undeniable. 
very high ceiling. Yeah. Um. So that's that. So what do you guys? I'm either listen. I'm really liking either Micah Parson or Quiddy Pay here. We don't have enough defense. I know it's kind of a weaker defensive draft, but I want to have some more defense. I mean, a lot of people say if there were a combine for Quiddy Pay to flex off in front of other people that he would fly up boards just because of, like, the rare athleticism at his size. Like, people are saying he's more of an athlete than Rashawn Gary, and that's pretty big praise. Look how high, kind of stinks, too. Look how high they have Jalen Mayfield. Yeah. He'll be a day one starting right tackle on Malik. Okay. So, could he pay? Um, I think I'm, I'm okay with that being edge one. I mean... You're saying Parsons here, cool? I think. Probably due to the upside. Okay. I'm, I'm giving Parsons, Parsons the nod would be fair. All right. So, this is our top ten. Um, we do 11 through 20, maybe 11 through 32. Depends how the time goes. We kind of just go with the flow here. Um... On Friday, um, we'll talk about some more stuff on Friday. So uh, we talked um, some Brown stuff, what they should have done, some Eagle stuff here. We're gonna keep diving into teams off seasons of where they think we should go, where we think they should go. So I'm gonna pick three teams. We're all gonna pick it. Um, we're all gonna get a team to dive into on Friday as well. Um, save. Save. So, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you guys have an opinion on what Nate brought up. Uh, it's an interesting thought. I don't think they're going to sell the team, is my immediate answer. Um, it's unfortunate that the Indians seem like they are more in the business of making money than they are competing for World Series. You want to know what pisses me off about the freaking Cleveland Indians? It's how we have the best farm system and the freaking MLB and then decide not to play, pay our freaking prospects after we farm them. That pisses me off, and we do it time and time again. The Indians will never be good if we just keep farming guys. Well, we kind of get the prospects by trading away. We're the Jaguars the of the MLB. Like, we get really good players, we shine, and then we're like, you know what? We could get a lot of things for these players. We didn't even get and enough it, out of Frankie either. Don't, we, didn't, we didn't get, no. no. It, Cleveland's got issues. Face of the franchise, we fucking, we, we took a bag of chips. MLB will be irrelevant until they have a cap. They keep saying it's their kinda... fans are dying. Well, people are tired of seeing the Yankees and the Dodgers all the freaking time. Give the smaller markets... A chance they're get a fan base you get people watching the sport again make a freaking cap space not as upset seeing frankie go as i think a lot of people was i'm not either i don't get, get me it. wrong i'm not super upset about him going he hasn't been what he could have been these last year or two he's kind I'm of been sure he's the best defensive uh shortstop in the game <laughs> yeah best defensive bat's been weaker yeah um i would if it were me, I would want to pay a lot of money to a bat. He bats so much better from his left than his right. Like even. decent bat. He's he's. A I mean, a lot player. of people bat better from their left than their right just because of matchups. But he didn't do crap first in the World Series either. I'd rather pay a guy who hit 40, 40 home runs this season. Three fifty, whatever. More exciting, I suppose. Prize sells more tickets. All right, so Cleveland Baseball Club. We do t talk primarily about uh, football, but since we're on to the other sport topic, I'm going to vent about the Ohio State men's basketball team here. So, <laughs> we do really good. Looks like we're going to get a number one seed. We play an Iowa team we already beat. Listen, if you don't watch college basketball, Ohio State has a good team this year. You know what Ohio State's problem is? The biggest guy on the freaking team is 6'8". Okay? We're playing in the Big Ten. Illinois, who's now ranked five or four it's gonna probably we play them friday or iowa illinois ohio oh. state plays them saturday um last game of the season probably for the number one seed between illinois and ohio state illinois has got a seven footer on their team we're probably not gonna win 
Uh, Sunday we play Iowa. They got a 7-1, 285-pound man in Luke Garza. What do we do? Give up 16 points right away. For, he makes like the first 12 baskets. Game before that, we lose to Michigan. Why did we lose to Michigan? Oh, because they have a guy named Dickinson who's seven foot, 280 pounds, and we just can't do anything. All right, Ohio State, recruit a freaking big. You can't play seven footers, and the biggest guy on your team is freaking six eight. You piss me off. I mean, off if too. you have the best guards in the country, sure, uh, go all in on the small ball. But yeah, if you aren't lighting people up from the outside, you just can't afford to not match up. Ohio State. At least get a big defensive big that doesn't provide anything to you offensively just to defend the rim. Ohio State gets my hopes up. Looks like we're going to get a number one seed in the bracket. And what do we do? Lose three straight. And we close the season against Illinois. It's probably not going to go great. So great job, Ohio State. Probably not going to win. Get a freaking big. You can't play a 6'7 Kyle Young as your starting center who's 6'7, 225 pounds. Even though he went to Jackson High School. Shout out Stark County. You're still not big enough. Um, so I had to go on that little vent here. Um, but uh, college ba- basketball is winding down. We got, we are primarily NFL. We might do some March Madness brackets and stuff just for fun. We don't really focus on college basketball that much. See if we get some listeners that want to do a bracket tournament. I don't mind throwing some money out if people want to put brackets in. I'll pay the winner 100 bucks or something. Uh, whoever has the best bracket here on the Hothead Show. Free bracket. Tell your friends. Tell everybody you want. Um, highest percentage bracket turned into us. Um, tweet it. You can tweet it to us at the Hothead Show. You can uh, DM it at the Hothead Show. You can email us at the Hothead Show at gmail.com. However you want to do it, send me your brackets. Highest percentage bracket. I'll pay you a hundred bucks on Cash App. Um, we're getting- hey, shout out to Cash App. Cash App. <laughs> we're looking for sponsors. So, hundred bucks to the winner of the March Madness bracket on Cash App. Send it to the Hothead Show, um, and I'll pay you hundred bucks, and I'll be in it. So, I might try to win this hundred bucks back. Um, <laughs> so, uh, we're gonna start doing things like that. So, the NFL draft next month as well. You submit us your mock draft, best mock draft. I also pay hundred bucks too. Um, we have some great listeners, some great followers. Our support's small, but you guys have been awesome. So I'm going to start giving back a little bit uh, with some giveaways. Uh, so thanks for watching, though. Uh, I'm your host, Brandon Fribley. Join with lifelong friend, Storm. Yeah. Uh, what? Okay, hold on, buddy. Um, no King of Cool. Um, we'll be back Peace. on Friday with uh, the rest of our big board. And uh, we'll talk about what's going on in the world of sports. Uh, see you Friday. J.J. Watts a stooge.